I was a horrible, horrible student in college. Hardly ever went to class. Hardly ever studied. Didn't take it seriously. But there's one thing I learned in my marketing class that has stuck with me, has absolutely helped me in every part of my life. You are a warrior. What kind of vehicle is it? You are the very best your nation has to offer. 911. They're asking you to lead. We need a bear cat. It's up to us. So 133, I need somebody that's got a visual where the shooter is. You must be sound in mind, body, and spirit. 42, where's the officer down? I have a rescue helicopter that wants to land and help. This is the podcast that will make you the one. Copy running eastbound. The one that will bring everyone back. Trouble, we have shot fired, shot fired. Give me back up now. Because no one else is coming. I'm going to have an officer shot, an officer shot, 100 block of East Street. Suspect is down, suspect is down. This is The Ah, oh, Welcome back, partners. I'm your host, Garrett Tesla. I'm the founder, creator, producer, host, intern, coffee boy, all those things for this show here where we try to... Find the things in our lives that can make us better and better public servants, help us achieve our purpose in our tough profession, and do it with more strength and more compassion and more empathy, but also more internal resilience, and how we, in our positions, are our nation's leaders. They are calling on us to be the one to lead others out. Now, you heard that in the intro, and if you're new to the show... The idea of be the one is to be the one that people look to. Be the one that guides people back from the brink. That brings people back together, uh, but also shows them the path forward. And it comes from a great quote from Heraclitus, who said that, uh, in, in he's talking about soldiers, but this really applies to any profession or to any group of people. And I think it applies to us as well. If you look at the, the people around you, the people you work with, and he said, out of... Uh, out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets. Nine are the real fighters, and we're lucky to have them, for they make the battle. Ah, but the one. One is a true warrior, and he will be the one to bring the others back. Now, if you've been listening to the show, I you know that I just love, love that quote, love that idea, and I think it's absolutely... um the most appropriate visualization for how we need to lead. Anyway, so this episode is a briefing topic episode. Those are shorter episodes. They have a specific topic to go through. We don't have a guest. It's just me rambling into the mic. In this uh, uh, this month, we've been talking about what's your 20, which in uh, the lingo of my uh, area, then the 10 codes in California means what's your location. And we're using that in terms of talking about where are you in your life, where are you in your goals, and that we can't go towards our goals without knowing where we are. So we're doing some things this uh, month here and on the Facebook posts and in the email group uh, to look at where we are so that we know where we want to go, but we also know the route to how to get there. Uh, if you're not uh, joined up on the Facebook group yet, please search it out, uh, the Squad Room Podcast group, uh, where I'll post videos related to these topics. And of course, the emailing list, 
uh, which you can sign up at thesquadroom.net. And also you can text your email address, uh, text the squadroom, all one word to 44222 to get signed up for that list. Again, that number is 44222. I do that because, uh, for example, this week, the mailing list is going to be getting uh, a version of, uh, of a, of a PDF or a link that they can go to to download, um, uh, uh, the topic, uh, for this week. And moving forward, there will be similar downloads, similar things that they can access that you can only access if you're on, uh, the mailing list. So, uh, grab that. It's not a, a ploy for anything. It's just, that's the only way for me to distribute these things. I can't obviously send you a PDF through the airwaves here through iTunes, but I can through my mailing list. So again, over at the squadroom.net or text the squadroom to four, four, two, two, two. So I mentioned business school at the beginning college really. And I was a horrible student, horrible, absolute worst. I can't believe my parents continue to pay for that stuff. Uh, they had no reason helping me out because at the time I thought I knew what I wanted to do. And I thought that was working in the music industry. I thought I was going to go work with rock stars. And I did for a long time. Actually, I did for, well, about eight, 10 years, uh, full time. And, uh, that, so I was convinced that's what I was going to do. So to me, college was like, who needs it? I'm, I'm already got my path set. I'm already moving forward. Now, of course, in hindsight, realized that I uh, missed a lot of great opportunities by having such a bad attitude about it. Uh, and that I, uh, could have paid a lot more attention and learned a lot more and really taken the opportunity while I was there. But one of the things I learned, and I was a marketing major, business major with a concentration of marketing. And one of the things I learned that uh, was helpful at the time and that I have now translated, it's kept with me. I've used this forever and only recently in the last couple of years found it to be very useful in my personal life, but it's called a SWOT analysis. And in marketing, it's S-W-O-T and it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And, uh, what you would do in a SWOT analysis, if you're running a business and you're launching a new product or you're going into a new marketing space, you look at the, uh, competition and the environment you're going into. And, uh, it's the same when we do those things with anything new we're doing as a person, right? And so strengths and weaknesses, those are things that are internal to you. And again, in marketing, it's opportunities and threats. Those are things that are external to you. And I thought about this and I was using this for a long time. And to me, the opportunity section didn't quite, uh, translate to police work and using it for your own personal uh, evaluations, because sometimes, especially in our line of work, opportunities are limited. Uh, you may have a situation where there aren't a lot of openings for specialty assignments or promotions. Uh, we work under significant restrictions based on, you know, our laws and our policy. So opportunities didn't seem like the right word, but yet there were still significant things that are external to us that help us. And so I replaced it with the word advantages and conveniently came up with an acronym we're all familiar with, which is SWAT, S-W-A-T. And instead of special weapons and tactics, this one is strengths, weaknesses, advantages, and threats. So I wanted to go through a, uh, an audible version or an audible explanation of this idea. Uh, and I think it helps if you do this uh, consistently. I try to do it at least a couple times a year. And I notice that as I do it throughout the year, I catch patterns, but I also catch uh, when things change. Either things improve or things degrade or something new comes into my life uh, that has uh, added to or taken away from one of these categories. And it changes my self-awareness. It certainly increases that, but it also gives me some perspective and um, I can see patterns a lot better. 
All right, so if you're, if you're playing along at home, a good thing to do is maybe just take out a sheet of paper, draw it into four quadrants, line down the middle, then a line straight down the center, and uh, write uh, you know strengths and weaknesses, strengths top left, weaknesses bottom left, advantages top right, threats bottom right. All right, so to give you a quick uh, idea of this, um, you know, we have to dig deeper into the reasons why we are where we are. You know, if we just kind of accept where we are and that that is that, we miss opportunities to improve and we also miss uh, opportunities or we miss our weaknesses and we uh, end up with a blind spot to what we're doing. Um, so there are certainly things in our lives that are pushing us forward or keeping us back. And those are both internal and external. So consider this piece of paper that you just drew these four quadrants in your field of operations. And, uh, you know, like they say... Uh, in training, you got to keep your head on a swivel, right? And so it's the same way with how we continue and how we move through a day and a year or our lives or our relationships. We got to keep constant reevaluation of the threat environment. So the goal here is obviously consistent improvement. So that's why I say you should do this every three to four months and track your progress. Track how your advantages and threats will change. Like an example for me, a threat, which is an external thing, was night shift and knowing that I was in a, my, that that night shift was in my threat environment, either it was coming up or I was in the middle of it, helped me prepare and plan, but it also uh, helped me to make accommodations to adapt and overcome because some threats won't be things you can change. Uh, you'll also see that strengths and weaknesses will change, but in more subtle ways. So, for example, on, on that night shift, when it was a threat and I knew it was coming, I knew that my patience was going to go south due to bad sleep and it'll affect my relationships with my kids. And those are, of course, weaknesses. But if I knew it was coming, I was better prepared to handle it. All right, so let's get with strengths. Let's start with the good one, the easy one. Uh, we often, I say easy, but that may not be true because we often have a hard time giving ourselves credit uh, for the good things we do. But what are your talents? What knowledge do you possess? Are you good at firearms or Archon? Are you particularly adept at case law or... What about you know, even your personal finances might be a strength or something you do off duty that might be a strength? What skills do you have? Uh, what knowledge, skills, and abilities? Your skills. Maybe you're good at woodworking or you interview well. So when testing comes up, you tend to do well. What are your abilities? Those could be physical. Those could be mental. Who knows? But write those down. Like what could you go to court on and testify as a subject matter expert in? That's a good way to kind of think of that idea. All right, but those are all things internal to you. They have, they're not influenced by anybody out, outside of you. If, uh, you lost everything tomorrow and you were broken penniless, you would still have these traits or these attributes, right? All right. So then in weaknesses, same thing, broken penniless, you still have these weaknesses. But what are they? What are the areas you need to improve in? Uh, that we talk about that on the show a lot and I don't want to belabor the idea of weaknesses, but, uh, there's some idea to to focus on your strengths, and I think that's absolutely appropriate, but we can't ignore our weaknesses. What are the things you might one way to think of this is uh if you if you're having a hard idea of coming up with weaknesses, like what are the things you might outsource to someone else? If if you could pay someone else to do these things, you would, if you could afford it, right? Um what are the areas you're working on? Maybe it's your fitness or maybe it's your morning routine. What about personal traits? I mentioned my patience earlier. Uh, maybe you have a uh, poor attention span or uh, your ability to follow through or stick to a plan or your discipline is lacking or your commitment or your, you know, consistency in the gym. Some of those things, those could all be weaknesses, right? But it's internal, all things that are internal to you. 
So then in, in advantages, what are the advantages around you? The things that you can't necessarily control, at least not immediately, but that work in your favor. So an example for me might be, I live very close to Los Angeles, which to me, I know that's a complete <laughs> uh, threat uh, to some people or a complete negative, but uh, it, it can be. But in reality, to me, being near Los Angeles means I am close to subject matter experts in nearly any field I'm interested in. And it's a short drive for me to go down and find and talk to anybody in any field in any creative uh, area that I want to, all right? So especially with a podcast and that sort of thing, having that close to me is a significant advantage. But maybe you're going out in the country and uh, that's an advantage too because you've got more space and room to build that garage, gym, or workshop you want. That could be an advantage too. Your geographic area could be an advantage. Your department has a lot. Or I mean, sorry, your department has lots of movement maybe. So that means opportunities abound for specialty assignments and moving around and, and trying new things. But uh, that could also mean uh, that you're at a small department and that's an advantage because you wear a lot of hats and every, you get a lot of experience and a lot of variety and uh, you get to, uh, you have a closer relationship with some of your coworkers possibly. An advantage also might be a supportive spouse or partner or maybe a supportive community you work in. Uh, another advantage, and this is an important one, but we talked about it on What's You 20, are your beat partners. This is where your beat partners fall in a SWOT analysis. Your beat partners are those people who are out there, who are able to help you and guide you, mentor you, teach you, support you in one way or another. Those, those, those people who will be your backup. And who do you know that you can learn from? Those are all people you should list in your advantages section. Another one might be your weather. Uh, this time of year, a lot of people are stifled by the weather around them. They're socked in with snow or freezing cold. Obviously, for some people, that also is a benefit thing. That, you know, the, if you're up in uh, in Aspen, Colorado, that's a positive because, or it could be a positive because it may mean you're getting to ski uh, for 80 days a year. But uh, it's a big one for me. Uh, because as I sit here recording this, looking out the window at a cloudless sky at 72 degrees, that kind of weather is advantageous for the kind of life and the kind of goals that I want. Not for everybody, but for me, weather actually is kind of a big one. It may or may not be for you. This is just an example. But advantages are all external things, things you can't immediately control. Now, if uh, if I wanted a snowy environment, I'm not going to get one where I am sitting today. And if I thought that that would be an advantage in my life that I need, I, of course, could pick up and move. So I can control it in some sense, but I can't go out and dictate the weather here in this location at any given time, of course. But uh, it also might be your department. You may lateral away to a better department or a, a department that has better advantages for you. Plenty of people do that. Those are just examples. All right, threats, external threats, things that are threats to your success that you cannot control. Now, I use this example of weather and how it's beneficial to me, but it could be more challenging to someone else. That, you know, being socked in in uh, minus 30 degree weather with a 50 minus 50 wind chill is pretty hard to motivate to go do something physical outside in that kind of environment. Maybe your boss is a micromanager. Or you have a dangerous work environment. And I don't mean just safety, but also uh, the, the cognitive space it takes away from your other possibilities and that constant stress of working in such a dangerous environment. Maybe you've got a divorce or a strained relationship with a spouse that you're dealing with in that external relationship. 
Now, of course, those things interact with your strengths and weaknesses, and that's the whole point. These things all interact. But uh, a th- uh, the, if it's a divorce or a str- struggle or a strife in a relationship, uh, you're only 50% of that equation, and there's a lot of it that you can't control, and that's a threat that's outside of you. Maybe it's your schedule. That's a big one for me. The threat was the constant rotating schedule, the constant movement. Uh, I know I rotated every four months, but I know a lot of you, uh, I say rotated past tense because I just got off patrol, uh, but I'm still working. Uh, but a lot of you rotate in an insane schedule of like two weeks on night, two weeks on days, two weeks on nights, two weeks on, I don't know how anyone could do that. That's a significant threat to getting any further advancement in your life. The point is not to solve each of these issues. It is just to be aware of them. You'll begin to see these patterns and this cause and effect. And it brings up these ideas from your subconscious to your conscious so that you can become self-aware because if we don't know where we are, we don't know where we're going. And if we don't know where we're going, then we'll never obviously get there, right? The goal for any of us should be to have a place we want to get to a place mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Okay. And we got to work through it through this badges idea, right? We, we have a place we want to get to with our beliefs, with our actions, our discipline, our goals, emotions, and our service. We need to have somewhere to go in each of those things in order to lead a fulfilling life, a successful life, and of course then be the one for others. Thanks for listening to this short episode. If you like what you heard, please share it with somebody. If you have questions, please post them to the Facebook group or even just shoot me an email. Garrett, 2Rs2Ts at thesquadroom.net. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. Uh, I really do value when I get feedback from people and uh, we talk and uh, I love it's uh, people always think I get too much. They always uh, demure or apologize for bothering me. But truth is, uh, I love interacting with each of you and learning about you and learning about uh, your challenges and your career and the excitement you have and uh, and also the struggles because it helps me serve this audience better when I know what we're struggling with. All right. Until next time, take care of each other and stay safe.